Hossin' Around the Podcast, you did it. You came back. Welcome. Hossin' Around the Podcast. Today's episode, Insurance. Before I get there, Hossin' Around, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Listen, share, subscribe. That's going to be engraved in your brain by the time we're done this show. I tell you. But we now have a new way of listening, sharing, subscribing. What's that? Technology. Beautiful thing. My technology team has been all over it, and they said, Andrew, Haas, excuse me, not Andrew, Haas, they need a, we need a QR code. We need a QR code to share with people so they can just listen, share, subscribe with an easy, open your camera, and good. You've all been to restaurants now. No menus are a thing anymore. No menus. No menus. So we're going QR code just like the restaurant, just like the entire world's going QR codes, so you can hop on easy enough to my Spotify or Apple Podcasts or even Instagram. So check it out. This is my Instagram story. I'd appreciate a repost. Let's get some more people on here because we're talking about insurance, the most exciting topic in the world right now, the insurance industry. Can you, can you hear my sarcasm in my voice? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, the last six weeks of my life have been a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. These bastards of insurance companies, excuse me, these bastards of insurance companies, they just... They make my blood boil. They make my blood boil. It's as simple as that. For the last six weeks, I've had my blood boiling thanks to my friends at MetLife, now Farmers, now MetLife, now Farmers Insurance. One bought the other, then bought the other, then bought the other. I don't even know anymore. I don't even know anymore. So why? Why am I dealing with insurance? Let's rewind. Let's rewind to Serena. My 2021 Hyundai Sonata, I know I call her Serena, it's a beautiful name. She's a wonderful car. She's a stormy sea blue. And Serena, about six weeks ago, there was a, we had a nasty thunderstorm. You can hear it in episode two, the storm. We had a, a nasty thunderstorm where lightning struck a tree right next to my house. Tree falls on my car. Serena is badly wounded on her hood in her, in her headlight. And she needs to go into, into the collision center to get, to get repaired. I have insurance, so I'm going, to, I'm going to use it. You know, I pay money to have insurance. I'm going to use it. After this, these, these six weeks, I'm going with bubble wrap. I'm putting in my whole life in bubble wrap because insurance is absolute bullshit. BS. Take my money. Take my money every month. Take my money every month. And then we're going to make you wait two and a half months to get something, a claim actually to go through. And mind you, the claim process hasn't even finished yet. This, this is just, with six weeks, I haven't even got my car back. So, this, the tree fell on my car. Serena had to, uh, and if, it was at night. Very rainy, very stormy. I couldn't go outside to see the damage. So, I woke up the next morning. I'm taking you back to the day that it happened. I woke up the next morning. I go outside. A huge tree, the top of this tree. It's basically the size of another tree. Had fallen on my car. Probably about nine or ten inches in diameter at the thickest point of it. So it's a it's a big it's a big tree. I'm sawing it up. I'm breaking stuff off. I'm putting it away so I can, we can use it for firewood, which we have used over the last six weeks. That was the one blessing. Great firewood. But outside of that, I was like, what am I supposed to do? So my friend, my my neighbor Morgan, he's a wonderful old man that lives down below me uh, in my apartment. He lives in the the bottom unit. Morgan's this salt of the earth kind of guy from the Midwest, older gentleman. And uh, he just, he knows everything about everything. Like he's been through it all in back. So he, I'm, I'm outside. He's helping me chop it up. He's got his sawzall out there. It's his pride and joy. He's got this sawzall where, you know, we you know when a guy gets a power tool, 
and just feels like they own, they own the earth or they own the earth that you're standing on potentially. Yeah, that's what Morgan feels like when he has this sawzall in his hand. So he's helping me cut up the thicker parts of the tree. We're laying the firewood in the back and great. I can now, and, and we're talking and I'm going, I really don't know where to start with this process. He goes, I know a guy that would help you out. He goes, I know a guy named Paul at a collision center in town. Here's his number. Give him a call. I'm like, great. Thank you so much, Morgan. Great guy. I call him, I call Paul. Paul says, Andrew, I can help you out. I'm here for you. We're going to get this thing done. We're going to get this thing done for you. I said, great. And Paul has been nothing but fantastic the entire time. Austin Collision Center here in Austin, Massachusetts. If you know a Paul, tell him I said hello. I mean, tell him I said hello the next time you go see him. I'm referring people over to him. He's, he's great stuff. So I call Paul. He says, Paul, first thing he asked me is, are you okay? Is everything okay? I said, Paul, everything's okay. You know, things considered. You know, the damage could be worse, but I, I obviously need to get this fixed. It's a brand new car. He goes, okay, was it drivable? I said, yeah. Yeah, Paul, it's drivable. So I drive it, and I don't really know Paul yet. All I can hear is this Bostonian accent, which I'm doing a bad job of here on, on the podcast. But he's got this Bostonian accent. He sounds kind of gruff, and but at the same time, he's very calming. And he's gonna he's assuring me that he's going to take care of me. So I said, okay, Paul, uh, let me drive it over now. So I drive it over to the shop. It's about a mile down the road, and I see Paul. Paul, I, I, I walk up to Paul. He goes, hey, how you? Well, I'm walking into the office. I said, hey, Paul, how you doing? He goes, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, good, good. And I try to keep talking to him. He's not talking to me. He's on a phone call through his Bluetooth hearing aids. And he points, puts up the one finger to me because now he realizes he thinks I'm talking to him. So here I am, Paul, what's going on, man? How you doing? Like, good to meet you. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, yeah, I got your car in the shop right now. I'm like, oh. And he puts, he puts the one finger up to me. I go, oh, <laughs> that is, that is mind-blowing. Getting getting bamboozled by Bluetooth hearing aids. If you haven't seen somebody with them, it, it could throw you off. It could throw you off. People in public just talking to themselves. It's amazing. So once he gets off the Bluetooth hearing aids in his current car, he's, Andrew, great to meet you, man. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good, Paul. And, and this guy is third-generation collision center expert. This guy knows what he's doing. This is Paul. He's got an entire team with him there at Austin Collision Center. They do a great job. So Paul looks at it. He takes his own pictures of the car. He says, Andrew, I'm taking my own pictures because I don't want you taking pictures, and I don't want you sending any pictures to the insurance company. We're going to talk about that in a moment. I said, okay, Paul, we'll do what you need to do. And we're talking to the DT. It's a great car. I mean, uh, we're going to need to replace a lot of this. And he's, mar- he puts, he's using a dry erase marker on all of it to show and how they, you know, what they need to repair. I said, great, Paul. I'm, I'm looking forward to you helping me out. He goes, yes, I'm going to coach you through because you need to call the insurance company. You file a claim and you need to get this process started. So I'm going to coach you through it. This, he's a wise Jedi, this Paul, I'll tell you, because he coached me up so well. He didn't want me answering any questions I did not know the answer to. He wanted me defaulting all those answers to him. He didn't want me sending any pictures. Because if I'm sending pictures, then they can make their own assumption. They need to come see it with their own eyes and talk to Paul while they look over the car. And he doesn't want the appraiser who's going to come see this come to my house. He says, Andrew, we're going to leave the car at the shop. We're going to pick a date and a time when the appraiser can come here. And I'm going to stand with the appraiser as we go through it and tell him what we need. Not what we want, what we need. And I said, Paul. Hell yeah, brother. Let's do this. Let's do this, Paul. So the way that I summarized it up, and, I, and I, it's, it's brilliant now, is I need, I, he's like, I need to go on this call with the insurance company, I'm telling myself, and I need to be Bill Belichick. I need to be short. If I'm not the expert, I need to, know, I need to clarify that, 
And I'm not giving any extracurricular details or anything like that. Everybody knows what a Bill Belichick press conference sounds like, right? We're on to Seattle. I'm not a doctor. I don't know that. I'm not a doctor. Somebody asked about injury. I'm not a doctor. What do you, you, what do you think about that? We're on to Seattle. We're going we're to do our, we got to do our job. 60 minutes. Tough football. All right. Thank you, guys. That's a Bill Belichick press conference. It's like, okay, this guy's not the expert. He's giving you straight answers. He's not giving you any fluff. It is what it is. So here I am. I have to channel my Bill Belichick on the call with the insurance company. So I call. I call State Farm. They forward me to MetLife. MetLife says, well, I need to forward you over this. I finally get to the right person. Finally get to the right person. And I'm talking to this, this woman, and this woman's asking me questions of, you know, how did it happen? What happened? And I, and I was able to give answers to those because, you know, I'm supposed to. I need to describe what happened. And then she goes, okay, so it seems like I got everything I need for now. So now I want to set up a – or actually, she started mentioning uh, – the, the whole, excuse me. The last question, she goes, so how bad is the damage? <clears throat> Let me give my Bill Belichick response. I'm not a car collision expert. You have to talk to Paul. She goes, excuse me? I said, I don't know how bad the damage is, uh, but a car collision expert like Paul at the shop that I'm working at, he could talk to you about that. And she goes, okay, no problem. We'll talk to Paul. I said, thank you. And that <laughs> I'm cracking up over here as I'm trying to say this. She then goes, okay, well, we'd like to set up a time for an appraiser to come to your house uh, and inspect the car so we could, you know, put through the claim and, you know, we need to get our eyes on it. That's what insurance companies do. I said, uh... I actually ask you not to come to my house, please. Uh, I'm going to need you to go to the collision center and talk to Paul. He's a collision expert, and he's got the car there where you can uh, you can appraise it with him. She goes, so you don't want us to come to the house I set up. Do not come to my house. Please go to the collision center with Paul. And she goes, okay, we can do that. Let's set up a date and a time, blah, blah, blah. Bang, bang, bang. The date and the time comes. I'm at work. I'm down in our office downtown for work. Um at my office downtown for work. And she and the appraiser calls. He goes, hey, Andrew, I'm at your house. I go, excuse me? And he goes, yeah, well, I'm at your house. This is John, the appraiser for, for MetLife. I said, John, you're going to have to go to the collision center with Paul. That's where the car is. I'm not a collision expert, and I don't want you at my house. Respectfully. And he goes, okay, well, they didn't tell me that. I said, John, I made it absolutely clear to the insurance. I'm still in my Bill Belichick voice. John? I'm absolutely. I absolutely talked to the, uh, the insurance company about this. You need to set up a time with my with my collision expert Paul. You can walk through the car with him. And John goes, "Okay, that's fine, no problem. I'll talk to Paul." And I gave him Paul's number. I gave Paul a heads up. I call Paul. I go, "Paul, they're trying to come to my house. They're at my house." He goes, "Send them to me, Andrew. Send them to me." So I said, "I'm sending them. I'm sending them." Took about two weeks to nail down a date for for John to meet Paul and finally get the car underway, but they did. Two weeks of that nonsense. And while I'm be, trying to be Bill Belichick. I have the collision center. I, I get off to talk to Paul. You're going to have to talk to Paul. So, so the car's with Paul. They go check it out. Paul walks through it. Everything needs to be replaced. is going to be replaced. The parts are being ordered in the meantime. Three weeks to get parts. Holy smokes. Okay, the parts are being ordered. We are now six weeks in. And I get a call from Paul yesterday. Paul goes... Andrew, I hate to say this, my guy, but there was a part that we did not get appraised that's underneath everything in the body that needs to that we didn't get approval on to replace. And I need to have John come back out here to do it. 
And I'm going, oh, good Lord. Like, really? Really, Paul? He goes, Andrew, I, if I had known that this was done, if we needed to replace this, we would have done it. I said, okay, Paul, I trust you. No problem. He goes, the thing is, John's on vacation for the next two weeks. I'm going, are you shitting me? John's on vacation the next two? Oh, my God. I was like, can we get somebody else to come look at it? He goes, yeah, I'm on it. I got another guy coming to look at it. We should have it done. Uh, he's coming to, he came yesterday. Today's Friday. He came on Thursday. And we should have the car back to you by Monday. And I go, thank you, Paul. If you want to see what collision is going to go on, Paul. My Paul. We're on, the, we're on the Paul. So Paul, my guy, great, great guy. He walked me through everything. He was remarkable. John, the insurance company, you guys can go, uh, you guys can go fly a kite. But. After this six-week experience, like I said, it's not even over yet. When I get Serena back, you best believe I'm doing a TikTok at my girl Serena. I am doing a TikTok. I am going to announce it to the world, hosting around, back in the car, back in you know, Serena. I, I miss her. I miss her. And after these six weeks, I'll tell you what, it's gonna probably going to be seven or eight weeks by the time it's done. I am putting everything in bubble wrap because screw insurance. These bastards, these bastards can't. I'm not, I am not, the, the buck stops here. The buck stops here. That's all I have to say about insurance. Listen, share, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You know what to do. The QR code, share the story, share that QR code. Do me a favor and let's keep making the world a funnier place.